so. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. It's the titular role! In the sense that, no, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Well, hello. Welcome to Gatekeeping Podcast, where we take a spooky topic and decide if we let it through the gates of hell. It's Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What, are, what else is scary? Um, um, wicked. Ants. I'm a wicked through and through. <laughs> me, the only thing I could think of was ants. That's the scariest thing to me. Birds, birds are really scary. Yes, and you are going as um, the woman from Melanie Daniels from The Birds. To go as a. My house. I mean, wait again. It, it's from 1960. This movie, and you're like, I'm going as this woman from Birds. Oh my, okay. My finger is always on the pulse. And my housemate said to me, they said, you have any any Halloween dress up party, you will find any excuse to dress as an old lady in a suit. It's and I true. Said, well, yeah. It's true. Foreshadowing your future, perhaps. Old lady in a suit. Yeah. It's not my future. It's simply my present. Ranting and raving. The birds. <laughs> And didn't you only just watch this movie for the first time the other day? Yes. Because I simply couldn't. <laughs> and you're like, I love this movie so much. Well, no, 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 no. I found this green suit, right? Okay. And I was like, oh my God, like Carol. And I was like, I'll go with Carol. The and scariest I- thing imaginable. Lesbian. Carol from the movie Carol. <laughs> um, and then I was like, I have this wig. Because, you know, I have multiple wigs in my house. <laughs> many and wigs. And I put it on and I was like... This isn't giving Carol, but it's really giving that girl from the birds. And I was like, okay, I can make this work. And then I was like, well, I can't go as Melanie Daniels from the birds, having not seen the birds. So I watched the birds. <laughs> you need and to be- as somebody who I ask anyone, a bird will like look at me on the street and I will scream. Birds are scary. So you're conquering them. the fear. I'm conquering the fear. I've got birds attached to the suit. It's all happening. Got bird in my wig. You should be killed <laughs> let's just say that um i'm going as a witch of course as i do you have to dress up sam it's halloween <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i am committing to going as a witch every year for halloween from now I love on that. yeah i really love that yeah i wanted to do the full green but i don't think we'll get there it's just a bit too um much oh yeah for, like, I'll sweat it off and it'll oh, be discolored. I'll be, I'll and, be melting. And as melting. somebody, I had paint over myself for my birthday party this year. I went as Amy John and Gone Girl. And oh. I, like, put paint all over, like, red paint all over. Took, like, a week to get it out. Yeah. So, like, green? Scary. <laughs> Scary. Have you ever dressed up as a male character? Well, no. <laughs> Why should I'm, I have to dress up as a male I'm character? Are you, are you, like... <laughs> Denying my gender, like. I am, and yeah. I'm saying we should bring back the gender binary. Boys and boys and girls and girls. <laughs> exactly right. Um, so, in terms of uh, gay guy movie club, um, <laughs> we always spend the first, you know, ten minutes talking about the film that we saw this film week. of the week, and we're going to talk about the birds. <laughs> no, we're I saw not. actually, no, I we're saw not. two really cool Shut movies, up. you guys. I know you've heard of them. I saw the birds, Shut and I saw this up. movie last night. <laughs> called The Shining. Crazy. Really That's good. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard of The Shining. To log on to Letterboxd and see that you've, like, written a review for... I write a review. You was, don't... What are you talking about? Like, you, you just, wrote a review for The Shining. I wrote, like, three lines. A five-star review. I'm like, James, we know. <laughs> I'm just letting... James, we fucking know that that movie is a five-star. It's good. And you're like, Stanley Kubrick's done again. We fucking know. <laughs> I just... I told myself... A year or two ago, I was like, for every movie that I see, I'm going to write something about it. Well, maybe you should. I, the people <laughs> like to hear what I have to say. I'm a tastemaker. You're telling people that The Shining is... It's really uh, good. You're, and you're the first one to say and so. And I'm brave enough to come out and say, Stanley Kubrick's 1970 film, The Shining, <laughs> is very good. 
say that. And well, the real gay guy movie club this week, we went and saw the new the David- killer. Yes. We saw the new David Fincher movie, the killer um, for the gay. I feel like David Fincher isn't huge among gay guys. Mm. So to fill any clueless gay guys who are shaking their fists, they're like who's David Fincher at the radio right now. And they're saying, what is the killer? Who's that? What, who well, are the killer? Where, what's the only killer that they what? know is Wendy Williams. It's true. Um, well, you know, he made like fight club, gone girl, uh, Zodiac, one of the best films ever made. Uh, social network. Panic Re- oh, the social network. Let's, we should talk about the social network. Let's just talk about that for an hour. <laughs> I'm um, waiting. Um, it's been waiting for I'm you. I'm a creep. Have you seen the social network? Yeah, girl. Well, well, you know. I think that's another one that I gave five stars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that one, it's like, let's always be talking about that film. Yeah, yeah. Because it's sort of disappeared from the cultural consciousness. But not for me. Not my conscious. Yeah, not it's for me. It's Stay Sitting. Andrew and Garfield a, and Rooney Mara. That's a right. gay guy movie, too. Oh, yeah. Well, famously, Red, White and Royal Blue is based on <laughs> the social network fan theory. Of course. So, oh, anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, The Killer. We saw The Killer at um, Palace Cinema's Como. I hate The Como. Yeah, there yeah. I said it. You complain all the time. Like, the, cinemas- the whole time you're there. Oh, oh, whole time you're there. Oh, I hate it here. Oh my god, I'm in Saudi Arabia. It's like, bitch, I go there every day. Okay. Yeah, and that explains you. Yeah. Well, I, um, the, the palace, the Como Center is like this Escher drawing. There's like oh, it's stairs on the roof. That, it's like, insane. What's up? What's down? No one knows. I've been there three times, and I have issues with every cinema that I've been in, and also. They committed the cardinal gatekeeping pod sin when we went. I went to the candy bar and I said, "Can I have a palace lolly bag, please?" And they said, "We don't have those." And I said, "What? I pay my twenty dollars a year for my palace membership, and you can't even give me a palace cinnamon's lolly bag." That was truly not good enough. What happened? Who? Two words. What happened? What Hillary happened? Clinton, what, what happened? happened? <laughs> we need to get in touch with somebody who works at the Como and be having words did they say like we don't like do them or they were out of stock well i just didn't see any did you ask yeah oh okay and they were like no they just so said they were like we they- have the, the like the natural confectionery lollies and i said that's not what i want <laughs> so if I, I, want- I wanted that i would go to the woolworths exactly and pay less money but- so so sorry but walk me through this you walk up to the candy bar you say hello can i have a lolly bag and they yeah. said oh we don't so, have any say word for word what they said <laughs> We don't have any. Wow. And then I just said, what the fuck? <laughs> no, you didn't. And I said, I'm out. I'm going home. Had it. You didn't. You didn't say that. No, I said, oh, that's no problem. I'll just get like a natural confectionery lolly <laughs> and a large popcorn and two cokes, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we really set the scene there. Um, yeah, that's psychotic. Still haven't said a thing about the movie. <laughs> it was fine. I didn't love it. Like, it was good. Like, it was fun. I didn't love it. It was fine. It was good. <laughs> Exactly. Um, and that's yeah. all I'm going to say. I liked it. Um, it's, I think it's like one for the Fincher heads. It's very, very bleak. And I normally like a bleak film because I'm a bleak person. But it's bleak, but it's fun and it's funny. And it's, I think it's his funniest film. And mm. it's kind of like him. I mean, the movie's about uh, Michael Fassbender, who is the titular killer. Who is also so hot, just by the way. Sort of, kind of. I kept thinking he does this stretch in the movie. Yeah, he's like very flexible and limber. Maybe honestly. it was CGI. Maybe it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. It's like yeah, he's the killer. He's on a job that goes wrong, and then he's trying to hunt down these people that are trying to get him because the job went wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of about like society. Um, yeah. But you know, it's about how like you know, sort of faceless corporations like everyone's a cog in the machine type thing Mm. no one gives a fuck about each other um and and also like how these corporations kind of like necessitate the end of our lives in this kind of like invisible way um which i i liked i liked that it was funny um i liked how bleak it was and how just him being like, you know what, this, everything here is just like rotting. Like yeah. American capitalism is just like rotting, but, but which is not an, a new idea by any means, but they do it in a fun way. Yeah, exactly. It was fine. <laughs> I just, like, it I just, was like trying to talk to you about the movie afterwards and you're just like, it was fine. I just didn't <laughs> have any thoughts about it. I was just kind of like, yeah, <clears throat> it was good. Okay. I had a fun time, but like, it's not something that I'm going to 
rewatch immediately okay. when it comes out on Netflix next week, I think. Yeah, see, I'm a bit more of like a thinker when it comes to films. Shut up. Uh, but, uh, well, like have if, you seen The Shining? That's yes, a think, that's I've a thinking person's times. film. If they made uh, my movie wouldn't be called The Killer, it'd be called The Thinker. And it would about it would be about me thinking for two hours. Your brain is huge. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I think that's just your head. Yes, my huge big head, head that contains this tiny brain. Huge brain. If I blew into your ear, it would come out the le- the other side, just wind tunnel in your head. <laughs> if I hit you on the head, it'd go dong. <laughs> anyway, I'm also playing Spider Man. Anyone playing that? Probably not. I'm this playing is gaming, Toy Blast. This is gaming corner. I'm gatekeeping. Gaming G-A-Y corner. I, I am a gamer. I, I'm nothing of the sort. When we do the Fortnite episode. Won't be. I can't wait. Big shield potion. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's the shield. Get a job. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's the, the fuck? big shield. Duh. What do I need a big shield for? To For protection. Why am I being protected? Because people are trying to kill you. It's what? Fortnite. What? You get killed in Fortnite? It's Fortnite, you idiot. I thought it was like <laughs> Minecraft. You like build shit. No, that's Minecraft. Well, you can build things in Fortnite, but it's a battle royale game. It's like Hunger Games. You're like... It's 100, ah. 100 people and you have to kill everyone. Oh. <laughs> well, that changes things, doesn't it? It's, well, yeah, you should get it. <laughs> no. And any gatekeepers out there that, that play, add me on there. I'm Max McGowan. Exactly. Don't add me because I don't play. <laughs> you don't I'm, I, I read books. Big news, the old chapter one map is coming back. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? It's also Fort Nightmares at the moment. Um, well, we're having, while we're having Gamer Corner, we've got Book Reading Corner over here. No, what is this? <laughs> what? No, we don't. I'm reading The Idiot by Elizabeth Buckman, oh, and you a book from 2017. But really you haven't good. missed an opportunity to tell every single person that you're reading. Like, it's really good. Tweeting 10 times a day, I'm reading The Idiot. On Insta Story, I'm reading The Idiot. Every time I talk to you, I'm reading The Idiot at the moment. I'm like, it's really good. Shut, up. <laughs> <laughs> shut it. <laughs> anyway... Enough anyway. of this crap. <laughs> Enough of this crap. And now to talk about, about the- birds again, because the birds inside her mm-hmm. are now, are now free. outside her, <laughs> which happens in the movie The Birds. Yeah. Um, which talking- she, she may have had a role in if we made it today. Taylor Swift, <laughs> of course. 1989. 1989. Taylor's, Taylor's version. version. Um, 1989. I mean, I would say Taylor's... One of the greats. Well, yes. I was going to say Taylor's most important album. Absolutely. Well, yes. Absolutely. I mean, in terms of her um, discography, she was kind of like a little girl before 1999. Yeah. And then when this came out, she said, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. Hear me roar. I'm a woman. And, you know, this laid the foundation for the next however many years of yeah. her career. This I read started it all. 1989 changed it all. Well, I mean, significant mostly because it was her first fully pop album. Yeah. She didn't even have it. She said no country. She went to the head of, she went to Scott Bachetta, whatever his name is. And he said, can we just put one or two little country ditties on there? She said, and she said, I, my, what? She said, listen to my voice. Do you hear this country accent anymore? No, I've I've lost it. I've ditched it. I've grown up. And I'm going to make a billion dollars. Breaking news, apparently she's a billionaire now. Oh, is that a killer? Well, no. Oh, okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Are you just billionaire sympathizer over here? Sympathizer. Shut up. Sympathizer. Well, yes. I have a lisp. Leave me alone. (laughs) Speaking of synths. You know, 80s inspired album <laughs> we've got here. But no, and you know, 1989, it's almost like her own version of like a, another self titled album. It's yeah. career reinvention. I think 1989 was the point where before that, you could probably have gotten away with like not really knowing who Taylor Swift is. Like yeah. maybe you knew like We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Like I think that yeah. went number one maybe. I knew you were trouble. Yeah, the, the things I read were pretty big. Yeah. And this. Culturally, there's like the Kanye thing had already happened. Like, so she was obviously very big. Like, she'd had yeah. number one singles. But, but 1989 was, like, cultural. This solidified her as, like, the premier pop girl. Well, yeah, I think and this was the point where it's, like, you know, my... Even the moms were standing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they were standing everything. They were shaking it off, if you will. <laughs> shaking it off. I was... Thinking, okay, well, Shake It Off was the first single. She always comes out with a fucking shit first single. Let's speak on that. <laughs> Shake It Off was fucking everywhere at the time. Truly unavoidable. And I was listening to Shake It Off, Taylor's version today. And I honestly feel like 
this song represents like uh, this cultural fascism that Taylor gets accused of quite often. Like, <laughs> just seeing your eyes glaze over here. Like, how very dare you? Like, Shake It Off is. It is like this annoying pop song, you know, know. down to like the repetition of the words, like she, she, she. But and and you know hey, the, hey, hey. the song itself, you listen to it, and when it comes down to it, it is kind of just nothing. Oh, and yeah. it represents this thing of hers that I think has so like it is her music going forward, or it is Taylor Swift culture in the way of like I am actually just going to put out whatever I want, and haters going to hate. Hate, 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 hate. And, you know, like, fuck you if you don't like it, because, like, I'm just going to do my shitty little... Uh, sorry, that's me. I'm just going to do my dorky little dance, dorky reason. <laughs> but I feel like that's worse. But do you know what I mean? It's yeah. her just kind of being like, I'm putting out whatever the fuck I want. It's going to go number one. Exactly. And you're going to love it. And gonna... fuck you if you don't. Exactly. Because you'll be hounded out of town by the Swifties. Exactly. Like, that. that is... The, Shake It Off is the beginning of this, which is... Um, scary looking back because at the time we didn't know exactly we didn't know what was to come and I think 1989 in general is her really just doing what she wanted to do like I think something like Red or all her previous albums they do have this almost mismatch vibe of like we've got Mm. a ballad we've got a like especially Red is very like mismatched yeah yeah we've got very like almost dubstep pop songs on there we've got ballads but 1989 is like the most cohesive she didn't even really go in for ballads on here it's all these kind of like pop type things even like Um, like a this love like which I guess you would consider the ballad is just like still like that synthy like 80s vibe that's like still fitting in cohesively with like the, the narrative of the album well yes and I mean, to talk about how big Taylor was at the time, like, Shake It Off, obviously, number one. Yeah. Um, and then Blank Space went number one as well. I got a blank space, baby. And I'll write your name. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes. Um, and, you know, she... I remember she did these, like, Diet Coke ads at the time. The Diet Coke-Subway collab. I don't know about this Subway. There was on. this collab with Subway and Diet Coke where you would get... You would, there's a photo of Taylor and it's like you meet you can meet Taylor Swift if you get a subway and a Diet Coke. Really? It was wild. The photo it's like this like badly photoshopped photo of her just being like hand on hip smiling and then like next to her is like a subway and a Diet Coke with Taylor Swift written on it. Oh my god, what do you think her um subway order would be? I don't know. I don't really eat subway. Right. It's upsetting to me. Why? Just all that meat just like sitting there. <laughs> Like, out in the the elements. Okay. I think she'd probably go in for, like, a meatball sub cheat day. (laughs) Or if not, it would be just, like, grilled chicken, mayo, lettuce, and salt and pepper, and that's it. Wow. (laughs) That's what I imagine. What bread? Uh, Like, the white bread. Yeah. Yeah. She's not even getting Italian herbs and cheese. (laughs) Too spicy. Too spicy. Yeah. Um, But this was, you know, again, cultural imperialism. She was everywhere. Um, Blank Space is, I think, maybe her most important single of all time. Did you say, and I don't know how true this is. We're jumping a little bit ahead. Here we go. But... She came out today or overnight and was like, yeah, you know, it was between blank space and slot exclamation point. She was kind of being I'm like, like, you're lying. You just made that up. No, so I listened to this voice memo this morning and she's saying that she she didn't really say that. She was kind of just being like slut covers similar ground to blank space. Uh, so obviously okay. we went for blank space. I, where are the voice memos? Are they on? They are like deep on Tumblr. Like, oh God. Um, yeah. You've got to really be the Swift, the Swifty to find And it. I'm nothing of the sort. I haven't been on Tumblr in years. And yet you're going to her show. Interesting. Well, Maybe I'm you a- should give that ticket to someone who deserves no. it. No. I'm a big Swifty. <laughs> no. Won't be. Won't be. Rolling it back already. No, I'm a Swifty. I'm just like, I'm not on Tumblr. I'm tired. Oh, neither am I, bitch. Okay. And if one of us is going to be on Tumblr, it's going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My friend from work, um, her girlfriend was sick over the weekend and she came into work and she's like, James, something terrible happened. And I was like, what? Like, are you all right? And she's like, I spent the whole weekend on Gayla Reddit and I'm like fully indoctrinated well, into you know, this. Are you up with the latest Gayla well, news? Of course. I she am. said, I'm straight. She's yeah, come out as straight. Literally. And then she messaged me like yesterday and she's like, I heard the terrible news. And I was like, I'm so sorry, girl. Who would have thought that Taylor Swift of all people would have to come out as straight? I never really. Read, read into the gala stuff. You never were a believer. No, she's just too normal. 
Are you saying gay isn't normal? Yes. <laughs> You're saying lesbians aren't normal? Wow. Lesbians are normal. Gay guys are not normal. What? what she's going to come out as a gay guy? <laughs> well. What the hell are you talking about? She's going to transition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you see that tweet that was like, if you could have access to one person's phone and socials, like, what would you do? And they were like, Taylor Swift changed pronouns to non they, them. Turn phone off. Change pronouns to non-binary. <laughs> I would like to see it. I could see her giving non-binary um, tea. She did, She kind of did in that one photo shoot. Oh, I know the one. <laughs> the one where she kind of looks like a... Well, if a boy and a girl had a baby. Yeah, the blue eyes were bluing. In, yeah. In yeah. That. But to talk about, like, space, truly, I think, like, when I think about Taylor, when I think about, like, if we had to have an artist statement from her, it is blank space. Oh, absolutely. I think... This is probably t- my top three Taylor of all time. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, it just simply is. That's crazy. Like, I mean, obviously musically, it's like catchy. It's brilliant. It kind of hits every note. But like the writing here is like, I mean, this is the first time Shake It Off covers it a little bit, but Blank Space is the first time when she came out and kind of like took ownership of the narrative that like the the sexist media was like creating for her of like she's a you know serial data like she can't hold down a man she's crazy like why is she running I through see all why these- this is resonating with you sir okay you want to talk <laughs> um uh you know she's running through all these men and it's like the song's funny it's like it's a brilliant song the the video e- even more so like mm. um I, I just love that this is just like a big fuck you to like all Everyone, these people that yeah. have tried to pick her apart. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's it. It's, it's yeah. it. And for this girl, number one, like. Deserved. I think this showcases her best writing, really, this okay, one. Okay, interesting. Like, boys only want love if it's torture. Hello. Sydney. <laughs> Sydney. I can't dun, dun. listen to that song without singing Sydney. Sydney. I mean, the whole thing, like, I can make all the tables turn. It's just like you have to. Oh, absolutely. Darling, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. Hello. Uh, that went number one on gay guy Instagram captions for the whole, the whole year. That <laughs> it, 1989 TV be, was out. Uh, it's going to be back. It's going to be back. It's going to be back. And I'm not happy about it. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Darling, I'm a nightmare just like daydream. Yes. Uh, and what's that? What did people think she was saying? Starbucks? Uh, got a, lost, got a lo- list of Starbucks, Starbucks lovers. lovers. I was like, you're stupid if you thought it was that. <laughs> you're stupid, cousin James. Uh, I'm very smart. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, yes. This was also, so th- was it the third single was? Style. Oh my god, style about again. Harry Styles. Well, yeah, uh, we like, never go out of style. And again, style is just like another truly perfect pop yeah. song. Like the guitars on style are just <laughs> yeah, a little bit off, but <laughs> I'm a musician, you see. Yes, yes. Um, style again, one of her best. I think this was. I, th- I think it was style. She said it was like the first time she was writing to track. Like, oh. yeah, because the guitars are like from some other Swedish song or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they speak German there, of course. Um, and also like important to note, this album is um, co-executive produced by Max Martin. What a man. What a man. But like, and and she works quite extensively with um, Shellback on this one, who they did all the pop stuff from Red together. Yeah. But I think thing with Max Martin songs is like often I think if the artist doesn't have like a strong enough voice it will just like become a Max Martin song oh, I don't mean like singing voice I mean in terms of like what they have Authorial to voice sure yeah yeah Say it smart yeah <laughs> and I think her collaboration with him on this album is completely perfect because yeah. it, it they don't become these you know, they don't sound like just the stuff he did Generic with Britney Mac- in the nineties songs. They're yeah. like good. They're Taylor Swift songs with help by Max Martin. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it, like they must, they're so good at like writing to that melody, the two of them. And, and, you know, she obviously is such an incredible lyricist that it just kind of fucking works. Yeah. Like they were not fucking around there. They were not fucking around at all. <laughs> at all. Well, yes. Um, also, the emergence of the squad is uh, Now this... <laughs> Taylor was giving girl power. History. History. I... God, like, tag yourself. 
Which squad member are you? Lena Dunham. I think we're all Lena Dunham. <laughs> she famously said um, that she felt chubby next to the people in the squad. Because, you know, it was like Gigi Hadid. I am, I am the Lena Dunham. <laughs> Let's speak on that. <laughs> um, she, I was... <laughs> I was reading about, um, because I was sure that she had said something about how she felt uncomfortable in the squad, Lena Dunham. And so I found, she was talking to John Apatow and, well, you know, because he produced Girls. I know, I know. Um, It's just funny. And they also, so Taylor and and Lena became besties because I think Lena Dunham tweeted about Red or something. And then Taylor was like, oh my God, I love Girls, which... (sighs) The idea, she gets of, the idea of Taylor watching girls is so interesting. Taylor is such a money. She is. She's she is. a money Michael's down. <laughs> she is. But it, it comforts me to know that she has seen, like, the defining show of her generation. Oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Lena Dunn talking to Judd Apatow, she said... Um, I just think about it like this. There are certain people where I feel like it's a lion and a tiger or like a horse and a mule, like a donkey and a horse. <laughs> like if we had sex, our kids would be sterile. <laughs> it's not like I even want to touch. Like I wouldn't even want to have sex with Chris, Chris Hemsworth. It would be so confusing and feel like fucking a dog, <laughs> like the wrong thing to do. You know what? <laughs> Say what you will about Lena Dunham. I get it. She has a way with <laughs> she- words. She gets For it. her to come out and say fucking Chris Hemsworth would be like fucking a dog. I get it. And I then get to come out and say it's the wrong thing to do. I mean, mother, mother. I get it. And I don't disagree. Yeah. I mean, the squad was like, it was, you know, so emblematic of this like white feminism that Taylor pers- Oh, I think I ended up accidentally personifying at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the squad was, like, writ large in the Bad Blood music video. In the Bad Blood music which video. Which had every... Every um, girl of the moment. Yes. Hayley Steinfeld. Favourite cast member. Mariska Hargitay. Ellen Pompeo. <laughs> Lena Dunham. One thing about Taylor, she's one of the biggest Grey's Anatomy fans. Oh, literally. <laughs> so I've she's never watched an episode of that program. Neither have I. But Ooh. it's James Howe coded it is. <gasps> How dare you? How very dare you? <laughs> That's like a, a whole another episode, like Taylor and Grey's Anatomy. Like we could talk and talk about it. <laughs> Don, I don't think we should. <laughs> but um, the Bad Blood music video is, it was kind of, it was unprecedented at exactly. the time. Like for her to gather all these women for the joint sleigh. Literally. Like, now you're the Taylor and I'm the Selena. What do you mean? In the video. You're Taylor Swift, I'm Selena Gomez. Yes, you're quite sickly. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. And I'm taller. Like Here we go. See. Selena Gomez, Lena Dunham, Haley Steinfeld, Soraya, I don't know who that is, Gigi okay. Hadid, Ellie Golding, Martha, oh! Martha Hunt, I don't know who that Martha is. Hunt. Cara Delevingne, Zendaya, Haley Williams, Lily Ulrich, Carly Kloss. Oh. Ooh. Uh, They've got some Jessica bad Alba Okay Mariska Hargitay Ellen Pompeo And Cindy Crawford Wow I wonder what um, Ellie Golding was Up to on set <laughs> She was like We're gonna <laughs> let it burn 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 <laughs> 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 that sort Give of Give that Okay can I hear that again No You can roll back the tape I will be I will be <laughs> You sound Don't sound like Ellie at all I feel like Ellie Might have felt a bit ostracised Like because she's British And yeah. kind of like Um I don't know. She doesn't seem like she has a huge personality. She's like, Taylor, we need to find where all the missing people are. <laughs> she was probably hanging out by the craft services table. Yeah. Being like, because she's she'd be like, where, where are the tiddlywinks? Or, <laughs> you know, like, whatever British. <laughs> what is this voice, well, I'm saying Sammy? she probably eats, like, these British. What are they? What's Bangers that? Bangers and mash. Oh, Taylor. <laughs> is there a Jaffa cake I can have? <laughs> what is this voice, girl? Um... That's what I imagine Ellie Golding was doing on the set. A Jaffa cake. <laughs> in it. Have a Jaffa cake, Taylor. I'm a bit famished. I'm a bit famished. Let me eat something. Don't hold. We're going to let it burn, burn, burn. <laughs> Go back to listen to our Ellie Golding episode if you want. Um, which I didn't do that voice on, but it's <laughs> so I'm thinking about. Uh, <laughs> but the squad. Um, Taylor has since um, kind of recognised that it was a mistake. Yeah. Um, which she did some interview for her 30th birthday, I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was a Vogue thing where she yeah. kind of... And it was, like, lessons that I've learned. Oh, uh, yeah. And one of them was her just kind of saying, like, 
I did this because when I was at school, no one kind of wanted to hang out with me. Loser. Well, yes. Um, and you know, when she became this famous, when she became this it girl, she then wanted to like surround herself by all the girls that kind of, you know, that's kind of like what she saw as powerful. It's like yes. these women who are like she boss bitch vibes, <laughs> um, which all ended up to be Bolas. like these women who were like stick thin conventional beauty standards. Yeah. Like, Except but- for Lena. Yes, yes. Um, she's so, like, we gotta have the funny friend. Yes, and I and even um in the in the new prologue she wrote for, nineteen eighty nine Taylor's version. I can't remember what she said, but it was something in a similar vein of like, um, we only had Lena because she was funny and fat. That's exactly what she said. Yes. <laughs> um, and Emma Stone was was sort of tangentially in the squad. Interesting. I mean, they've been friends for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, I was looking back on all the Instagram posts of like her hanging out with, you know, all the these girls. women. With the gals, the, the Heim sisters. Ah, the Heim, the yeah. infamous um, 4th of July party. Yeah, well, she every year she'd do every a 4th year. of July party. Of course. Yeah. There's the picture of them, you know, it, doing the to- Toyota exactly. pose. Exactly. Oh, what a feeling. In the air. <gasps> I am familiar with the Toyota. <laughs> Oh, yes, James is a classic um, high school musical Toyota pose. Um, This is also, to talk about Taylor as, like, this cultural um, force, this is also the time when she was beefing with Spotify and Apple. Famously. Famously. She um, didn't have her music on Spotify until, like... 2017. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She said no. And she caved because she's... Well, she released it the same day as Katy Perry released Witness. Now that's... Yeah. Now that was Bad Blood. Mm-hmm. Oops. I mean, side note, let me just say that the whole, like, beef of Bad Blood always felt so confected and, like... Yeah. It, it was to do with Taylor... Sorry, Katy allegedly hiring dancers that Taylor was, like, going to use in her tour. But it's like, you know, there's contracts. Like, I'm sure she wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And, and Katy said that in... Her carpool karaoke. She was like, I don't understand this. (laughs) But, you know, obviously it benefited them both. Oh, absolutely. So they made up in the You Need to Come Down video. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. But Apple Music, basically Taylor was... Yeah, she was like, I'm going to take my stuff off Apple Music because during like the three-month trial, they weren't giving royalties to the artist. Yes. And then Apple was like, no, don't. And they then <laughs> well, she wrote this letter to yeah. to Tim Cook. I guess it was <gasps> gay guys. Was he was obviously Steve Jobs still alive? Then? I don't know. When did Steve Jobs die? I don't know. Have you seen the picture of him wearing the dress? <laughs> no, <laughs> Queenie. Steve Jobs was giving non-binary tea in in the end. In the end, <laughs> in the um, end, they all give. Non-binary. Oh, actually, no. I think I have. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> You just went into your mind palace to, yeah. to look at the picture of Steve Jobs wearing She's a dress. Like, looking like skinny as fuck and it's like a long sleeve. Like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think he died shortly after. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was killed for wearing a dress. <laughs> they said. <laughs> <laughs> Tim- Listen, he was kind of evil. We can joke about yeah. him. Um, um, but yeah, she wrote this letter and then they were like, actually... We want money, so we're going to pay the royalties during the trial. Yeah, And then period. she was like, fab. And then she did, like, a heap of commercials for Apple Music. That adds for a genius move. Oh, literally. Truly. She said, she let's been, maximize our joint slay, Apple Music. She would have paid a fucking bomb oh, for literally. those ads. Can you imagine? Literally. And then, obviously, they the 1989 World Tour was an Apple Music exclusive. Yes. They're hand in glove now. Exactly. Bestie. She... Also, I think her Apple Music ad is great when she falls on the train. Oh, iconic. <laughs> and she's got the bob. Oh, that the fucked 19- bob. The 1989 bob. Huge. Literally. That coconut bob. Yeah. Oh, I love it. But she said, you've seen her so many questions, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, she said writing that letter was one of like the scariest things she's done. Mm. And, you know, who knows if that's true. But, you know, it's like quite a... Um, it couldn't have been that scary, right? No, but but also I think it's like it showed that she was such a force that she could be this industry. She could change elements of the industry, absolutely, which she completely did. Yeah. Um, and it, again, it's like we're not fucking around with Taylor. No, like th- this is you know the flare's gone up. Like let's we can't mess around with her. No, absolutely, because she'll kill us. Yeah, literally. Also, another moment from the semi questions I think about all the time, and also completely shows how much of a sick and twisted woman she is. <laughs> when they're like, "If you could have written any song, what would it be?" and she says, 
the Friends theme song for the royalties. It's like, uh, do you not have enough money? Like, what? She's a genius. She's a genius. <laughs> She's a genius. It's like this woman is raking this in mad woman. millions of dollars. And she's like, I want to have written this song, not for any artistic reason, but because I want money. Like, I, and you know, of course we know now what we know about Taylor. Like she's the capitalist supreme. Oh, literally. But like, come on. Like, just- Like what? Oh my God. What does she need all this money for? I think- Clearly, Taylor has, you know, this deep sickness of, like, she has to just keep earning money and she has to keep breaking these meaningless records. Literally. Because, I don't know, no one wanted to hang out with her as a little girl. God, if somebody had said hello to Taylor Swift at age 11, this could have all been avoided. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But, you know, we've got some great songs. Oh, exactly. It's all worth it. Also, another part that I love... Oh, sorry. Actually, to circle back, I think... We need to talk about the Ryan Adams cover of 1989. I don't. We do. Uh, I don't think I even listened to that. I was like, I don't need this. I don't need a man singing that. Ryan Adams don't quite know who he is, if anyone does. He's like Mandy Moore's ex-boyfriend, and he, like, abused her. Sure. Yeah. Um, But I guess it was during his divorce with Mandy Moore, he was like, I was listening to 1989, and then I just wanted to, like, do my cover of it. Um, And... And the covers were taken... I mean, he covered the whole album. Yeah, literally covered the whole album. And it was very, very well received at the time. Yeah. To the point where Pitchfork reviewed his cover album, but never reviewed 1989. 1989. Yeah. And I think 1989 specifically was at this point... Where, not to say pop music wasn't taken seriously before this. It was still kind of, like, just, like, pop music. Like, it wasn't, like, this reclamation that we've had now of, like... Yeah. yeah. But but it's not to say she invented that, because obviously I think Madonna, like, really had shown that. And, yeah. you know, there's other people like Robin who were kind of around at the time. Like, yeah. Body Talk was, like, so big, big for that kind of... Like, evaluating pop yeah. seriously and, like, on its own terms. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, for her to come out with 1989, that was another big, like... And and then that cover thing, like, as bad as his covers were. Yeah. And it took... Like, it, it was at this time where, unfortunately, it took a man to, like... At this kind of alt rock yeah like put guy. a new spin on it and yeah ugh. for for like those male centric circles of like pitchfork and stuff to actually like take this music seriously, seriously. yeah and like for them not to even review 1989 when it came out is insane it's insane yeah like um and fuck them fuck pitchfork <laughs> And fuck them. Why don't we just bomb the building where Pitchfork is from? The basement the that basement. they work out of. Um, so to talk... Oh, also another element of 1989 madness that I adore <laughs> is the special guests on the tour. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember coming to Melbourne and being like, who's she going to bring? And everyone's like, she's going to bring like Delta Goodrum or something. She didn't bring anyone out. Really? In Melbourne. Oh, did you go? Yeah. Wow. It was like... Genuinely, like, still to this day, one of the best nights of my life. That was the last leg of the 1989 Literally. World Tour. Oh, wow. Literally. She was giving it her all. It was so much fun. Highlight? Um, Wildest Dreams. I mean... Out of the Woods. Out of the Woods. It's just such a... Like, it's one of those... I just have such a nostalgia for that time. And, like, that album specifically was just so, like... And it was, like, the end of summer. And it was so much fun. And it was just, like... Such a good vibe. Such a good vibe. Literally. Vibe alert. 1989 vibe alert. Literally. I've seen videos of her performing Out of the Woods on this tour, and every time I'm like, gag. 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 Sydney! And I have to say, I think Out of the Woods, I remember at the time when that came out, I think that was almost like a weird sound for an artist of her um, yeah. level to be doing. And this was her, one of her first collaborations with Jack Antonoff, oh. which is very significant, oh. um, which he did You're In Love and Out of the Woods on this album. Yeah. And, you know, now, as we know, you can't get the two of them apart. You need to stop them. But Out of the Woods, I think, almost does sound like this indie, like... I remember at the time when it came out, I was like, this sounds almost like this indie music yeah, that she's using. And, you know, it was like a big single at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. Are we out of the woods? And are we out of the are woods? Are we out of the woods? Well, yes. Are we in the clear? <laughs> Which is about Good. her accident with Harry Styles in oh. the snow. Crazy. 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 Well, let's talk about the album because we haven't really... We've been hedging around it. Yeah. But let's talk about 1989, the album. The album. Again, like, this album is, to me, such a a yardstick in her, like, maturity because 
to compare it to something like Red or any of her other albums, yeah. none of the songs on this are kind of like pining or like, yeah. you know, I'm devastated over this breakup. Every song is like in I'm in even, control. I'm a grown woman. Exactly. I know what I'm doing. It's it's about like breaking free from like this victim narrative that the birds are, that are inside her are now free. Exactly. She had this almost victim narrative in the past, especially mm. with like all too well. And not not to say not knocking that, but it's just showing that she's like grown up as and she's like an adult now, basically. Exactly. She's forging her own path. Mm-hmm. She's got a blank space. And I'll write your name. Yes. Um Welcome to New York. It's been waiting for you. I remember this is probably one of the most cringest things I've ever done. The first time I went to New York, I was, I spent like three days with my friend and then she went away and like, I had like really bad anxiety, like, because I was like in this city by myself and I didn't Mm -hmm. know what to do. And I like was psyching myself up to leave the apartment that I was staying at, put my AirPods in and I pressed play on track one of 1989 and I walked out into the Lower East Side and I was like, this is good. Wow. You were like that video of, um, what's her name? That, uh, model Alex something. He's like, the girls are going to be serving down. Well, yes. Oh yeah. Welcome to Give New York. Give me a Give The definitive cover of Welcome to New York. Let me say that. She's such a genius. I would Literally. love to talk with her. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> it's, so, it's like so good. No, it's, Welcome to New York, one of her worst songs. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's cornball. It's like... But that's a thing. Boys and boys and girls it's and like girls. A, I don't think it's one of her best songs. But like, it's just... It's a good vibe. <laughs> Shut fun, up. It's no, fun. it's stupid. It's kids bop. It's like... Oh. It's me. Well, you don't like New... I love New York. I, it has been waiting for me, famously. I've had fun in New York. I love New York City. Yeah, Broadway, yeah, yeah. darling. I mean, <laughs> I, I will say it's a perfect album opener for this. Oh, yeah. I mean, one thing about Taylor, she's always got a good album album opener to, like, just set the scene get you in and the drop door. you in. And, yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, it's significant because she's saying, welcome to New York. <laughs> like, she's saying, so like... Gay people are here. Boys and boys and girls and girls. Yeah, we're not in Nashville anymore. Like, like the cowboy hat, I've burned it. Yeah. Like I'm a cool girl now, and I'm in New York. And, and she, she said 1989 is a New York album. Exactly. Yes. It's a very New York City. Um. So, and then blank space. Well, We've actually. Covered. So, nope. let's maybe talk about the Tales version of it all. Oh yes. Um, okay. Another two word phrase for her: What happened? What happened? <laughs> I. It is what insane to me. Because I think Fearless Taylor's version, fabulous. Yes. Great. One of the greats. Really set the tone for what was... No, it didn't. It, it, it could have set the tone for what would have been to come, but it didn't come. Okay. That was just a word vomit. Of what a way with words. Yeah, yeah God. Um, but it's just like the quality of each Taylor's version <laughs> has just gotten worse and worse. I reckon she spent a week... At the Long Pond Studios or whatever, and she said, "Right, let's just get this shit done. Well, let's get know, the tracks out." And- she she didn't even go to Long Pond because she's she's not working with Jack on these. It's some oh, yeah. guy called Christopher, whatever the fuck. Yeah, literally. So she's probably in some shabby little shed. She's in the gatekeeping studio. Yes. <laughs> she's like, right, let's just get this shit done. <laughs> let's bang it out. She's she smoked ten packs, and uh, she said, "Right, turn the mic on." Because she's sounding a little rough. I'll say that. Yeah. But no, l- let me just put some respect on her name because I think Fearless and Red Taylor's version are both fantastic. And I think aside from the singles of Red, I think both of these very much improved on the original even. Yes. Yeah. Especially Fearless. Fearless really was fucking- Speak Now was where I was like, then it all went wrong. Yeah. Then it all went I was like, what wrong. is this? Which we've covered in our episode, but it's like, what's happening here? The cracks started to show. Literally. And then also to talk about the rollout of 1989 Tales version of her just releasing Wildest Dreams out of nowhere in 2021. <laughs> Because it became big on TikTok. Yeah, she was like, I need to get more money. I need to get the streams. (laughs) And then This Love came out. Yeah. 2022, I believe. Yeah. So random. Because she does this thing of putting them in Amazon shows or something. (laughs) Yeah. To all the boys I've loved before or whatever the fuck. what are you doing? But but This Love and Wild Streams, I felt good because I was like, these are great. Yeah. And I think... The Taylor's version stuff, I think the ballad type stuff works a lot better mm. for the re-recordings regardless. Yeah. Um, because her voice, it kind of adds more of like a, 
you know, she's yeah. got a warmer voice. Exactly. Um, but 1989, I'm like, well, she's not, I'm like, okay, not bad. But then Blank Space, I'm like, wait it a minute. It sounds like a karaoke track. <laughs> wait a minute. Like, there's this annoying ass tambourine that's like way <laughs> up in the mix that I hate. And when she, she's like, I can make the bad guys good for a weekend. Like, she sounds... <laughs> she sounds like... I don't, And when she's like, but... And when she does, but I've got a blank space, baby. Like, I don't know. She's putting, like, emphasis on... The wrong words. It's so bizarre. It's so weird. But, like, it, it's, it sounds like she's recording it, like, on a wobble board. And she's, like, just trying to... <laughs> I don't get it. And like to get it out of the way, like we'll say this for every song, but like, yes, she sounds different. Her voice is deeper. It's warmer. Like it's again, she's kind of has this impossible task of like perfectly recreating this music that everyone loves. Yeah. um, From all this time ago. So I, of course, cut her some slack for this because it's in. Like, to record music you recorded 10 years ago in the exact same way, it's impossible. Yeah. But but not this. Not this. <laughs> and, you know, it was before I got to style, and I said, I don't know this song. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It. It's not the style that I know. It's not the style that I grew up with. I don't want to hear it. And as a long-time listener and fan, I'm upset. It's not the style that we were raised on. No. It's like... And I deserve better. And one specific nitpick is that the guitars in the pre-chorus are way too loud. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> um, I don't get it. And also Bad Blood, when she does the, you and I, like she literally sounds like that. I'm like, she's screeching on there. What? She needs to lay off the cigarettes for one day <laughs> and it'll be fine. I don't get it. I think I'm going to blame that Christopher guy who's produced all of these. Yeah. Because that's another thing. Like, Max Martin and Shabak are not back to produce these stuff. No, She's exactly. got this random guy. Why didn't she get them? I don't know. I, I think maybe it was this thing of, like, I can just bang it out. <laughs> maybe they're busy. Yeah. Like, I guess she she must be on a weird schedule with this. Yeah. Um, But, like, give them a call. Exactly. Be like, bro, <laughs> help us out. We're struggling. Because I'm like, what have you done? What have you done? And... It makes me nervous for, like, reputation. But I feel like reputation was so recent, there shouldn't be an issue. I yeah, but the sound is going to be... I'm just... Yeah, I'm not looking forward to reputation. And I love that yeah. no one gives a fuck about Taylor, Taylor Swift. Well, you know, I'll be seated. Like, put It'll you be to cute. burn. I mean, it's... You're gay! <laughs> the ta- like, Taylor Swift self-titled album, I'm not anticipating that being, like, close at all to really the oh, original because it's impossible she literally. was what like 15? 19 or something yeah oh yeah younger like, yeah, yeah way younger not possible not possible but well oh. patty lapone can sing in the original cave Vita still so <laughs> patty lapone's like a pack of day smoker love her good for her literally um i will oh also side note you're in love yeah, you know love. that's about lena and jack did How you know beautiful. this i know I do. Jack Antonoff to have you in love and now Margaret. Like, oh. what next? Well, hopefully no one because you'll stay with Margaret Polly for a while. <laughs> yes. They're married now. The party's December 18. Ugh. <laughs> so. What a song. We'll be invited. We'll be invited. <laughs> <laughs> to the wedding. Um, another um, issue. I hate to just talk about issues, issues, issues. But out of the woods, I feel like her vocal performance on this, it's where's the drama is my question. Exactly. Where is the drama? She was at the end of the day. She said, let's get this done. <laughs> I will say uh, Jack did a great job of recreating the, oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that that's hard. Like I just did it then. But, <laughs> I should have uh, got Sam McGowan in the room. That. Someone record that. Um, also didn't mention the video for out of the woods. Which is like she's taking it in that video, oh, yeah. like incredible. It's also like like Evil Dead inspired, almost like yeah. Is that Sam like, Raimi? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm trying to think of the video. I'm, I'm she's like in the woods. Like, yeah, she and she's like in mud and like. <gasps> Why was I getting it confused with "Look What You Made Me Do" when she comes out as a zombie? Yeah, well, it's honestly similar vibe. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, yeah in yeah. the blue dress. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also Wonderland. I I feel like <laughs> terrible song. I'm like, where's the danger here? We. I don't mind it. I will say, I think um, clean. She got very. She did that pretty. I think yeah. she. And you know, it's an image and heap joint. Ah. Uh, 
And she got Imogen Mac for it too. Love Imogen Heap. Love her. It's got heap all over it, that it's one. It's got heaps. <laughs> heaps of heap Very on nice. it. Very nice. You're a heap heap I'm a heapinator. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Taylor, hats off to you for Clean. Hats off. <laughs> Imogen, thank you for also your Also, one of my favourite Taylor songs, I'll say that. Clean. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's good. And it's, it's really good. I think it also is so, like, within the narrative that she had at, at this time of, like, I'm an adult, I'm moving on, which maybe this is about Harry, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know. I think my favourite song from this album is Wildest Dreams. And I know that's a basic choice, but... <laughs> I'm basic. It's incredible. Say you're for me. Like, it's, it's, it's it. Yeah. It's it. Um, to talk about the bonus tracks, I feel like the most... New Romantics. Oh, oh I, wait, I, I mean, sorry, the, the sorry tracks. from the vault. But yeah, New Romantics fan favourite. Oh, yeah. That was a bonus a track. Classic. Ah, ah, ah. That was me in the studio doing that. Yeah. Yes. I think the only Taylor's version from the Vault track that really stuck with me was "Say Don't Go." I love "Say Say Don't Go." Um, I think that's a Diane Warren joint. Oh, one. I'm oh. pretty sure. Let me just double check. Yes, it is. Crazy. And she said. She confirmed they wrote this at the time because I know people are accusing these of being oh, midnight's yeah. cutoffs. <laughs> but Diane Galane herself came out and said, "No, we wrote this at the time for a it, movie." It obviously just <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I love um, "Say Don't Go." I think that builds in a really good way. Yeah. Um, we love you, Diane Warren. She's she's a, come I, on the pod. Come on the pod, Diane Warren. Um, I think the the track here that had the most attention on it was "Slut!" Slut exclamation point. Well, not only exclamation mark, but um, quotation, quotation marks. marks around it, which yeah. I think people missed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because it's they were focused someone, on the exclamation, but they didn't realize that somebody else was exclaiming it. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. I really like Slut. It's not what I expected it to be because I think you hear a song called Slut. And it's and like 1990. <laughs> it's going to be like. Oh, oh. She's going to say, I'm, woman. I'm the throat goat. This is Slut. Woo. <laughs> Imagine t- Taylor Swift, Kim Petras collab. I would kill myself. Oh. I'll just take myself. Also, Taylor would never. Like, yeah, literally. Taylor she, would not like go down that low. Even Taylor's I don't, think, I don't think Taylor knows who Kim Petras is. No, no clue. <laughs> the thing about Taylor, even her worst, worst song is better than Kim Petras's best. Literally. <laughs> Let's just say that. Oh, Kim Petras. Um, you could have had it all, Kim Petras. <laughs> rolling in the tea. Rolling in Dr. Luke. <laughs> um, I like Slut. Um, <laughs> quote me on you that. You Slut. I like Slut. I uh, like a Slut. <laughs> okay, Bora. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Me listening to Slut. My <laughs> life. I think Slut is great. I, I, I think it's a very, um, for this to be like, you know, a slow kind of romantic. Yeah. Um, and I think it Surprising. speaks to what she was going through at the time really well. Of Being a uh, slut. I think that <laughs> lyric of like, um, what did she say? Like, if they call me a slut, it might be worth it this yeah. time. Like it, it's such a tragic, almost you know, it shows the way that she couldn't date in any normal way because no, she absolutely. always has these things, these ugly... Everyone's got something to say about Taylor. Yeah. Yep, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so I quite like Slut. I, now That We Don't Talk is, I think, great. It's, like, very mm. catchy. This, to me, is the sister song to Small Talk by Katy Perry. <laughs> um, almost, I think maybe she should have... Um, Featured on it, maybe. Oh, but um, yeah, because that was a rumor. Like Harry Styles was going to feature on one of the songs, as or, like, if like Katie was going to come on for like the bad blood. That would have been that would have been Queenie seven and a half. But, but knowing Taylor, she'll probably come out next week and be like, surprise, the Taylor version. version. I mean, she's already done that with the Deluxe Edition. Yeah, to have the Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, feature. But um, honestly, by by the time this comes out on Tuesday, there'll be ten more versions. Of this album. we'll be out. We'll have to do an addendum on Monday. <laughs> But I think now that we don't talk is great, I think you should pay give it another to that one. And it's like two minutes. It's like one of her shorter songs. Um, Suburban Legends. Love. Lovely. I mean, have you spent much time with the Vault Tracks? I'm getting the impression no. I, I, I listened to them like three times each. Okay. Yeah. Right. I've been busy. I saw The Shining last night. Shut up. movie. <laughs> Every time I see you, I'm, I'm busy. I'm so busy. I've been very busy. Like, shut up. No, you haven't. Um, Suburban Legends, I quite like. I think... This, in general, like, sometimes I find her vault tracks 
don't have enough shape almost yeah. or like they're they feel a bit underwritten yeah i feel like like from all of the re-releases at this point like the vault tracks haven't really like stayed with me at all wrong oh that's uh, just me <laughs> because hang on we'll rank the vault tracks at the end but the vault the vaults of the album not every individual track oh god You're, the i was like i can't face. i'm like i don't remember please, them please. oh i'm being busy i'm being busy um but i like suburban legends and i think that you know her pen came out um her pen came out like that line where she's like kisses me in a way that's gonna ruin me forever so i okay. can't remember the line but uh, you know it's like yeah. quite a poignant it's like a very taylor taylor lyric yeah it's a very taylor lyric okay. um but also, it, the other side of that is, is like, we have to stop writing about high school. Oh, enough. <laughs> Taylor. Enough is enough. <laughs> we have to stop. You are old. <laughs> we you really, are in your 30s. We really have it's to been, stop. It's been years. Stop it. And also, Is It Over Now, I do like. But again, it's not one of my favourites. She said this is a sibling song to... Um, I think I forgot it. <laughs> but it's the ones about Harry. It's like out of yeah, the woods. style, out of and, the woods. And she references um, the um, the accident in the oh. song. There's some lyric about blood and snow or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. The terrible accident where they end up, you know, 20 stitches in a hospital room. Crazy. Also, you know. But the sun came up. You will we didn't it. mention, but the bridge of out of the woods. Come oh, on. Come on. Incredible. Some, like you scream it every time. Hello. <laughs> Just nothing. I did Wow. And of course the bad blood with um, Kendrick. Yes. Which again, this shows how bloody well she knows her fans, because she knows like they would never allow this to not happen. Yeah. I mean, one thing about Taylor, she knows her fans to her core and that's why we got Snow on the Beach, more Lana Del Rey version. It's because she listens. And this is like, you know, I think this might be the beginning of Taylor lurking around online, like the famous No, It's Becky show. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, It's Becky. Um, Which, look it up if you don't know the lore behind that. Yeah. But don't have the time. To rank the vaults, Let's say number one vault is obviously red. Yeah. You can't beat red vault. And that's not just because of all too well. It's also like nothing new. Phoebe Bridges. Hello. Better Man. Yeah. Long time. One of her best um, songs that she finally recorded. Yeah. Nothing new. Like Forever Went Even. I'll go in for it. Um, you know, red. Yeah. Red is red. Red. Nothing <laughs> was red. And number two track. Fearless. Vault. Incredible yeah. vault. Yeah. Very much slept on the Fearless Vault. I feel like Fearless Taylor's version has been slept on. Well, no. <laughs> You're talking about the biggest ass alive right now. Well, yeah, but you know, it just kind of came and went. Yeah, well, it was at the time. Which I feel like most of these re recordings are doing anyway. Well, Fearless TV was like, we didn't know what it was really at the time. Yeah. There's no precedent for like what it was. Yeah. So, yeah, Fearless Vault, everyone go back, listen to that. Some of her best ballads on there. Bye bye, baby. Keith Urban's on there. Um, like, Keith. We need to, we need to. And we will also do, uh, I, I've kind of wanted to make, have you seen that map that's like, the um, Taylor Swift, the, the Sally Rooney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Fleabag, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, <laughs> Phoebe Bridges. Yeah. Someone you know. made a map of all the connections between, like, Taylor, Joe, Phoebe Bridges. Um, um, Lena's on there. Like, it's <laughs> charts all the connections. It's insane. <laughs> but I wanted to make one of those for um, Nicole, Keith, and Taylor. Because I... <laughs> oh, yeah, we could, you could be in there. I feel like there's uh, a map to there's be made. There's a lot going on there. there. Yeah. And then, of course... The next fault is 1989, and the worst fault is speak definitely now. speak now. Yeah. Like, what was she thinking? What happened? What happened? What happened? So, I guess it's time to decide, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, 1989 original is getting through. I'm sorry. Well, yes. I, I it meets we, the criteria without a doubt. I think even the Taylor's version should probably get through to be honest yeah because you know do we need to even look at the well quality yes quality um oh well the 1989 version the well, taylor version sort of kind of does it slay absolutely <laughs> does it benefit the queer agenda boys and boys and girls and girls hello, hello. <laughs> is it a classic well, of course look at the material and was i gagged at the time certainly <laughs> 
I'll say not just at the time. I'm still gagged by still gagged by the material, the material. on 1989. Well, thank you for listening. We have a little bit of homework if you'd like to partake Do for we? next week because. We, as everyone's probably aware, the Britney Spears memoir came out this week. What's the homework? If you want to read it, because we'll be discussing it. <laughs> well, also, you don't have to read it. You don't have to read it. We are reading it, and we can tell you about it. Yeah, exactly. And, it's and I'm also sure that you've seen all that you need to know All over online. Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do your homework, naughty kids. Gatekeeping book club over here. <laughs> naughty kids. And if you want, when you finish reading that, you can read The Idiot. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, thanks, thanks for, listening. for listening. Gatekeeping pod follows on Instagram. Bye. Blah, blah, blah.